I'm Don DeLorente. I'm Dee Dee Janae. I'm Magnum Blonde. And we're the host of the WrestleCast. You can catch us right here on the CSPN each and every Friday as we provide your pro wrestling commentary with color. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Good afternoon, good night, whatever, whatever, however you listening to this, whatever time, welcome to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast. I am one third of your hosts, well, but one half for today. I am Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka please mind your banana powder, thank you so much, aka do not cut me off in tra- traffic, you raggedy bitch, aka you niggas have lost your motherfucking minds on the internet and I am tired. And I am joined by one of the dopest people that I've met via the internet and my friend. I'll let her introduce herself. Uh, hello, everybody. It's Candace. Uh, you know me as London's mother. Um, Mike's better half. A uh, nigga that don't really want to be friends with any new people off the internet because y'all are weird. You scam. You steal. Um, I know you are y'all. going to jail. <laughs> I know you still out your mama's purse. So, um, yeah, back for another week. Um, Curtis is still on hiatus. He is getting settled into new life in Seattle and uh, doing that adult thing. So we have a special guest for today's episode, and I will let her introduce herself whenever she's ready. Hi, I'm Asa, a.k.a. Lithium to Lashes, a.k.a. Sanity Thief, a.k.a. Shutting Up is Free. <laughs> and I am here to talk about some ratchet shit from reality TV this week. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's okay. It's been like kind of dry on reality TV. Yeah, it's Popeye's Biscuit I'm, Dry. I'm looking forward to... Um, so Black Ink Chicago is coming back in January. Yes. Um, Ooh, yes. Love and Hip Hop Miami is coming back in January. Yes. Um, um, Growing Up Hip Hop LA is coming back. Um, Marriage Boot Camp is coming back in January. Ooh. And this is the hip hop edition with Waka, Waka fucking Tammy. Uh, Soldier Boy and Nia Riley, which is Teddy Riley's daughter, Little Fizz, and that stripper girl that was the studs' best friend, but not best friend no more. Uh, Jessica Dime and Sean and uh, Little Mo and Carl. Mm. Um, so, um, also, there's going to be. I know we got some, maybe some bills to pay, but I got to get this off my chest before I forget it. There's going to be a Married to Medicine LA and it looked dry. What? <laughs> the yeah. people ugly. It, it looked like if you got Real Housewives of Potomac at like all this. Yeah. Um, I will say that I'm kind of ready for Potomac to come back because 
Married to Medicine started out good, and then now it's just completely falling flat. So well, this the was reunion the last looks like it's going to be good, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, the reunion is what starts next week. Uh yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. So no, we have hashtag yeah. content uh, coming up. We, uh, and you know what? It's fine because I mean we can be honest. These last couple episodes, we really haven't been giving y'all, you know, our peak niggatry. Um, but it, you know, we also it's like we trying to, you know, turn sugar to shit. You know, sugar from shit with these mm, episodes that they've been giving us. But you know what? It's fine. We got fresh blood, fresh shit coming up. So we're looking forward to that. Um, and speaking of this hashtag content, um, as you the usual spill, you can find us on our social media. Um, uh, you can find our us on Facebook at Ratchet Ramblings. You can follow us on Instagram at Ratchet Ramblings. And you can follow the show page at Ratchet Rambling because Twitter decided to be a hater when Candace was making the page. But you know what? That's fine. Um, remember, use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings pod when you are live listening so we can see what y'all got to say. Uh, remember to perch merch. Um, also, Remember to um, leave us ratings, reviews, share the show with your friends who enjoy hearing people talk shit about reality TV because you know why we're here. Um, And speaking of rating and reviews, we have two new ones. Um, The first, the first we have, this was um, on November 17th um, from Lexi E entitled Y'all Was Right, five stars. And they say, hey, guys, I know I'm late, but congratulations, Candace. Many blessings to the power couple. But but you guys were freaking right about um, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. That season finale was terrible and dry. I wanted to have faith in it, but I, it let me down. But I know for a fact that y'all are going to make it better. So I know I have something to look forward to. Love y'all. Peace. Yes. Listen, we we know when some shit dry. I can mm. tell you that. Correct. Um, and we got the most out of the season from the goddamn reunions. And if that's the type, the type of carrying on Mona gonna do, she can eat shit. Okay. Cause nobody wants to have to watch no whole dry season to get to know a bomb ass, uh, reunion show. You can right. keep it all. Right. We don't want to wait to the reunion, to the reunion also, to get to the ripped. Also speaking of Hollywood, Lyrica, mm. A1. Mm. Mm. That baby. Why they put all them pearls on that baby? Them ain't real pearls because we all lyrica spilled them beans that that jury be fake. True. That's so, a choking hazard. Yeah, that that bothered me. That baby just laying on that bare ass floor like that. Yeah, bothered me. And all them goddamn clothes bothered Bye. me. <laughs> and y'all done brushed his goddamn hair all over his eyes. Bothered me. The way y'all starting y'all parenting journey off is bothering my soul. Like, yeah. everybody and their mama know you don't put stuff around no newborn's neck because it's a choking hazard. Everybody right. knows that. Everybody obviously fucking knows that. that. Obviously not them. That's why... Um, I would not be it, was a, it was a choker. It wasn't even like a necklace. Yeah. It was a fucking choker. You had a fucking choker around that baby neck. I, I would not be surprised to see that baby with painted fingernails mm. with the most toxic of nail polishes. Mm. Lyric and they want y'all are going to jail. Period. <laughs> Stop parenting for Instagram, please. Yes. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you so much. Um, and another review that we have is 
Um, it was on November 27th from Morgue Person, five stars, and it says Candace with the, I'm assuming that's Ether, um, because I'm on my phone and it's cutting the uh, title off, so I apologize for that, but I'm assuming it's Candace with the Ether. Um, and it says, them last seven minutes of your rant was flames. Love you and the rest of your crew, especially Mama White Diamonds. <laughs> Everybody love Mama White Diamonds. This Christmas coming up and y'all still can't cook. Just letting you know that I know you still can't cook. And you probably saying, well, bitch, can you cook? The answer is yes, bitch, I can. In case you was wondering. Correct. And it's evidenced all on the motherfucking internet. If you go to any of my pages, I post food all the time. So, yes, I'm talking about your motherfucking sorry-ass cooking and your me my sorry-ass cooking in that nasty-ass kitchen with them old-ass pots. Y'all cheap as fuck. Ain't bought no new pots. The handles coming off. They wiggling and jiggling like stripper booty. <laughs> fuck y'all. Now. Um, thank you for the reviews. Thank you for the well wishes. Uh, you know, we made it to year two. Hoping we make it to year 22. And then uh, till death do him part. Because I'm probably going to outlive him. That's just the way life works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cashing that insurance policy. No, <laughs> no me. But um, yeah, thank you. Don't forget to go check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com backslash CSPN. Um, I put up some exclusive content this week, uh, called it Ratchet Recap. Um, and I have not listened back to it, so I don't remember what I said. So it's probably gonna be completely different than what you get from this episode. But I did a ratchet re- recap of Love and Hip Hop, and um, it's going to be something ongoing. Uh, Jeremy is planning to put up some exclusive content about the real side ticks of Charlotte. Ooh. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you subscribe, $3 a month. You can't. You could get very little with $3 off the internet, so... I mean, if you feel like spending $3, spend it with us and you won't be disappointed. And uh, Spend your dollars where you can get some layoffs. Yep. So we're going to jump right into it. Um, We're going to start with Real Housewives of Atlanta. If this is what Andy is doing, he could have let motherfucking Kenya and he could have called Phaedra and asked if her ass wanted to come back because this Mm -hmm. shit dry. I don't want to see the nigga from Belle Biv DeVoe and his wife who look like a kneecap. (laughs) <laughs> talking about they open marriage. I don't want to yeah. see that bullshit. I'm so serious. Really? I have to be honest. I have to be honest with our listeners. Uh, with pregame, because I was talking to Asa before we recorded earlier today. I mean, I told her and Candace, I'm going to just shut up uh, while we recover, cover this, and it's going to be brief, because uh, I checked out. I, I really have. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, the same way <laughs> the same way Curtis checked out of a Love Hip Hop Hollywood, I've checked out of Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't yeah. care. Just call me when the reunion is. And if the reunion's boo-boo, I might check out of that, too. Like, I just I just don't give a damn. No. So, it's two, two, yeah, two things. It was two main things that really happened in that episode. Nene got caught lying. Mm-hmm. Let me say this, bitch. You are 57 years old. And you is fucking lying about the shit you saying because you want to straddle the fence. If you're going to be candy friend, be candy friend and don't be running back telling Portia no shit candy said. If you're going to be Portia's friend, be Portia friend. Don't be running back telling nobody else what Portia said. Let those motherfuckers flesh it out on their own. 
it seems to me that everybody in fucking Atlanta know what Portia's baby father slash fiance is about. So except Portia. Yeah, and but, even Portia knows she could play dumb. Portia, the best bitch I know at playing dumb. I don't know if she's all play. But <laughs> oh, she definitely, she plays dumb. She showed us that with that candy and Phaedra shit. Because she knew exactly what she was doing, but was still doing it. So the bitch is dumb, but then she's good at playing super dumb and naive. Like, she knows that her, her baby father ain't about shit. Like, you fuck the nigga and every bitch that he fuck name is on him. That should have. That's a red flag. She knows what she's signing up for. That's why I said, like, we covered it last week and we agreed that what Candy does is no different than what the other girls do at the same time. Like, just leave certain shit alone if you don't want it to be no issue. Because didn't Candy say that the boyfriend was calling people up, trying to get in touch with her about her spreading rumors about him or some shit? Uh, I believe so. I can't re- I, This this The episodes are so dry, they don't stick in my head. And everything is like the Charlie Brown t-shirt and want, want, want. But either way... Candy with Candy, I don't think she came at any at any of these angles maliciously, and it, it's it's confusing to me how somebody was how everybody was like, yeah, girl, don't say nothing, but then oh, she should have told it. She just said something at the same time. Nene was the main one talking about I don't get in friends' business when it comes to that man. You just ran right back and told the shit. Then lied to Candy Face talking about, no, I ain't said nothing. And then Portia like, yeah, you did. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, okay. Nene needs to stand in her shit. Like, you too old, you too big, you too, it's your big age. You need to be standing in your shit. If you want to be friends with two people that don't like each other, cool. Stand in your shit. If you want to straddle the fence, you can do that. But just know you you're gonna get caught up in a lie if you do yeah it just it was i was weirded out by i don't know nini is weird to me maybe it's because of the shit she's going through with greg but so far this season she just is kind of but even outside of the show she's doing some weird shit too she's doing a lot and she's always done weird shit yeah which makes like i don't know I feel like she's like she's like Twitter people where she could have real friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not a I feel like she's a font on Lipstick Alley. <laughs> not, even, not even that. I feel like she's forcing her messiness. One of the things I typically like about Nini is like when she messy, it it's a payoff and it doesn't seem like she's forcing herself to be messy. Mm-hmm. But running back with that shit. When you know that Candy and Portia are trying to reestablish some boundaries in the relationship, it, it was and and you've been the one trying to push them to be cool. Okay, maybe that's what's pissing me off, Nini. You've I been trying she- to push Portia and Candy to resolve their differences and all this other shit, and then you go right back and then douse the flames. I was just like, this was some old bitter bitch bullshit. There's some church mother shit. I think it, it's calculated on her part because she knows like none of this is really that entertaining per se but she needs she wants to keep her peach yeah so she needs to well, be that to cut the, they need to cut the whole peach tree down if it's any <laughs> indication of what the fuck is going on so far this season mm. because i will fucking pass and and then the last thing 
that really stood out to me was Nene threw that dinner with all them fake goddamn crystals on the floor and shit everywhere. But why was it called boobs and bourbon? And there wasn't no bourbon. It wasn't no real good boobs hanging out either. That that as well. And what the hell was Marlo wearing? I feel like you can say that every time. She just came from a scene. Marlo's a dominatrix. I got it. She had that white man on her side. She's a dominatrix. That's it. I'm calling it. That's how she makes her money. She is a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) And no shade to sex workers and prostitutes. I'm just saying, stand in your truth. Marlo then sucked 47 types of geriatric dick to keep some Louboutins on her feet. Um, And she still can't dress. Mm. She sound like she she sound like a smoker's lung, and I just will never have anything for Marlo as long as her voice sound like she been gargling motor oil. So I will never have anything for Marlo since that whole Confederate flag at the NASCAR thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. Mm. But uh, there was some girl in a yellow dress. I didn't even <laughs> take the time to learn her name, but she had on a really cheap yellow dress and the City Shrimp's yellow dress. And when they was like, somebody was like, oh, yeah, you and Eva went to high school together. And Eva was like, we did? Well, I didn't know her in high school. And somebody was like, really? And then, like, she got really, like, angry and was like, shut the fuck up and let me say what I'm finna say. And everybody was like, uh. uh excuse me? Everybody yeah. was like, okay, man. Let this rabbit bitch in. Because, uh, like, when you think about it, like, I will understand maybe the summer vacation after you graduated, somebody claiming not to remember you and that gets you a little little flustered. But y'all are grown. Why would she remember it? And I was just like, okay, first of all, y'all been out of high school at least 15 years because Eva is a strong 33, 34. Mm -hmm. Y'all been out of high school a very long Mm -hmm. while for you to be losing your uh, marbles over this girl not remembering you in high school. Like she dead ass seems like. I don't that know was her so I don't know. But we see that a lot of adults carry that high school shit into adulthood. So not far fetched. Paul, I have to say this real quick. This is off topic, but I have to say this. Um to you black men Ooh. on the internet. You didn't get picked on in high school because you watched Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> you got picked on in high school because you were fucking lame. And you grew up to be a lame. And you grow up to be a lame that's crying on the internet because the girl you liked in high school didn't fuck with you, not because you watched Dragon Ball Z, but because Ooh, you was a fucking so lame. It's, yeah, so I'm on the fence about that, and we're not going to stray too far. So mm. bullying is a thing, and we've established Absolutely. that because we have all these anti-bullying campaigns. So when men when men on the internet feel like they have they were bullied because they were uglier, nerdier, this, that, or the third, um, it probably is very valid. However, these are the same niggas who say stuff like, well, ain't no such thing as bullying on the internet. You could just close your app. Y'all people too soft these days. And it's like, yeah, you're one of those soft ass people because every time it comes up, you start crying about how the bad bitches in high school didn't want you. But so also, it exists. You, were you only bullied by women? Because that's not how bullying works. Yeah. 
it, it's a it's like a catch twenty two to me. Like I I knew it, and yes. and that's why you know I'm not with that bullying shit, and I'm not with my kid ever being bullied or my kid being the bully. And mm-hmm. I will put my foot down on the bullshit, but at the same time, y'all can't pick and choose when y'all are anti bullying, anti you know, you're not accepting of people and this, that, and the third, because most of y'all are bigoted, hateful, misogynistic, uh, mm. phobic towards so many, many marginalized groups. And now you are crying about black women not wanting you when you smelled like dog dick in high school. I don't know what you want us to do about that. Yeah. You have many other factors to the, like, not every, it not every bullying situation was the same and not every time it wasn't always bullying. Maybe you were just ignored. Maybe you just weren't popular and y'all are carrying that as if it's something people did to you on purpose. And it's, it's, it's strange. Like there, there's some people who have some very legitimate gripes and trauma from childhood and adolescence. And there's some people that use, very typical adolescent struggles as their excuse to be misogynistic, homophobic pieces of shit. Yeah. And that's where people keep getting messed up. Correct. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring us off topic. My bad. Yeah. Because you know how you do. So, Kai, <laughs> sir, I'm going to have to ask you to stay on the agenda. <laughs> wow. It's drag kind of me to friend. a three-hour show. Drag me, friend. But... Uh, that was pretty much all I had for Housewives. Girl, go go get rid of your high school trauma because Eva don't give a fuck. She was unbothered in high school with you. She's unbothered now by you. Mm-hmm. Have a great day, ma'am. Jesus fucking Christ. Dressed in a goddamn sundress at a goddamn uh, cocktail dinner. So <laughs> stupid ass. Oh, dumb asshole. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's skate on over to Mary to Medicine um, and Simone Nelly and Simone's yeah. dog face ass. Um, well, I'm tired of her. I really am because well, this, this is the place still, to be tired of. She is still missing in her accountability with the issues that go on with her marriage, and she's still pointing to this this uh, this friend of um, Curtis's. That's been out of the picture. He's like, okay, Cecil, Cecil, sorry, <laughs> Cecil, and he's from a while ago. He's like, okay, I see where you're coming from. I'm deading this friendship because you are my wife, and I love you, and I want to repair our relationship. And she is still digging in about that, and he's he's like at an impasse. He's in a rock between a rock and a hard place. He's like, I don't. What else do you want me to do? Because I've acknowledged, yeah, because. He's acknowledged that it hurt her. He ended the friendship. He's done the work to try and repair the relationship. And none of this seems good enough for her. And they had issues way before that happened anyway. Right. Which, which again, were was not all on him. It was her, too. But mm-hmm. she, don't, she don't want to talk about that shit. Exactly. She's a... A bozo. Well, she's something other than a bozo. She's a bitch. Like she's a true <laughs> bitch. Yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's really bitchy, and she's bordering on going to the next word with the next letter in the alphabet. She's kind of a cunt. Yeah, because yeah. after that that episode where they were on the the boat and she was yelling at Contessa about, I'm gonna, I, yeah. and you know, it's a lot of soft bitches in that group. Let me tell y'all, if y'all any of y'all ever, a lot of you bitches are soft because 
Um, I would have been punched Simone in her face because oh, yeah. Simone. There's a lot of people that would have been punched arguing. in the face. I don't mind the tension and the you know the snideness, but once you feel like you could get up in a motherfucker face yelling and screaming, you must want your ass kicked, bitch. Mm-hmm. And I mean that. I'm not the one. I do not play that yelling in my face, getting your ass all up in my face, because that's letting me know that you're ready to take it there if need be. Right. And Simone has a habit of yelling and screaming in people's face. Her husband, her friends, probably her goddamn kids, that little that little fucking dog that they got that don't <laughs> like her and listen to her. Hey, but you, Simone, bitch, you need your ass whooped. And you got the right group of friends because ain't nobody brought you down a couple notches. Because, bitch, I would have I knocked some alignment into them motherfucking teeth. She is as mm-hmm. aggressive as her teeth. <laughs> I would have neutralized that overbite, bitch, messing mm-hmm. with me. And I mean that. I do, not like, I do not like people pointing in my face, yelling in my face, you know, getting all aggressive in my face. She don't do that. Mm-hmm. We from different places in life where people feel comfortable doing that. Like, I'm yeah. Simone from the suburbs because she can't be from nobody hood doing shit like that. Because when you from the hood or even been in the hood, even just a little bit, maybe you weren't even raised in the hood, right. but you spent some time in the hood. But you do you, that and you know that it's go time. Yeah. And you know that, bitch. Then stop playing with folks. Mm-hmm. God damn. Fuck you, Mr. Ed. Between her and Toya, <sighs> I'm never gonna get over Toya telling um Contessa telling that woman about that BMI. <laughs> it came back to me. She was like, You and your husband got, got the same, same BMI. BMI. Yeah, you know, and that came out of nowhere. She was just still like brewing and all the stuff that had happened on the bus, and she was like, You know what else? <laughs> I can't remember who said this on Twitter. I think it was fucking Princey, but somebody said that that Toya was looking like she didn't know what the fuck BMI meant, and somebody had to explain she it to don't, me. She don't. <laughs> I listen, I don't care for Toya because not only is she stupid, um, yes, London. You just gonna knock on the door. She's stupid and she is always, but she too, she got too much mouth to be so stupid. There it is. She yeah. like, she's not smart. She don't have shit going for herself. All she do is run behind Eugene pot belly pig looking ass and, and talking shit about the other women in the group. Like, how do you have so much to say about other women in the group and you don't have shit going for yourself? You ain't nothing but a desperate, doting, lonely, ridiculous money grubbing housewife who also could use a little dental work with your big gums having ass. Fuck you, Toya. Toya is a gaslighter. She because, really is. Because the way she talks to Contessa, the way the she, way talks, she talks, to talks to her own husband, her own pup, like she is a gaslighter. She takes no responsibility for the shit she does or says and she tries and flip everything other people say back on them. And no, I would have been punched her. Because what you're not going to, I'm not sitting here and arguing with a dummy. I know that much. Correct. Correct. I, I, like, I wish Contessa had choked her out. Hey, I ain't going to lie. Yeah, me too. Contessa said, you calling my husband a lie must mean you want to get choked out. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So what, like, so... Yeah, last week was probably the best episode, but we yeah, like this. Dry season finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to say this. Uh, <laughs> when uh, 
Well, who was it? When Simone and Heavenly went to uh, went to um, what's the quad show name? What the name? Uh, what's the uh, name uh, of the game? Sister Circle. Sister yes. Circle. When they went to Sister Circle, and they was talking about modeling, and and Heavenly had the gall, the nerve, and all damn audacity, and her confessional to say that Dr. Damon would be a better model than Dr. Scott. Listen, let me tell you something. <clears throat> Heavenly is delusional. Dr. Heavenly, beloved, sweetie. Don't nobody want Damon but you. Damon is a nice man. He's a sweet man. God bless him for putting up with your crazy ass. But listen, let me tell you something. The boy looked like Bowser. He <laughs> built like Bowser. Dr. Scott is handsome. The man is fine. Don't nobody want to see Damon over Scott but okay. you. And I get it. That's your man. That's your nigga. You got the gas, your nigga. I get it. However, reality is reality, beloved. That man is built like a box. And Dr. Scott is fine. He's fit. fit. Fine. I, 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 I would like to see Dr. Contessa and Dr. Scott go at it. Don't nobody want to see you and Dr. Damon go at it, Heavenly. Yeah. That'd be like seeing two wheels to be sitting the wild. Don't nobody want to see that shit. Thank you for coming to my Nikki talk. Thank you so much. <laughs> mm. I don't. Doctor Damon is a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Good doctor. Saintly. Love his will. wife. Take care of his family. He's a good. He's not. Fine, let me say this. Let me say not. this. He's not even. He's not unattractive. He's marginally attractive. He's average looking. And that's okay. Because everything else he is makes him a beautiful person. However, if we're going to focus in, if we're going to put laser precision on his looks, that ain't it. I'm going to keep it real with you. This ain't it. That ain't that. This ain't it. Okay? He ain't that. He ain't that. He a good man. He's a good man. But he ain't a fine motherfucker. He is not. No, he's not no model. Not unless he not, not unless he modeling for before pictures for uh, Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. Unless he modeling for with his hands. If he modeling, unless he modeling rotisserie chickens. <laughs> you so damn stupid. <laughs> 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 that is a good man. But a model. He a good he man, Savannah. A good man. <laughs> <laughs> you go fuck him then, mama. <laughs> if you oh. don't know what that's from, you have no business listening to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's the litmus test for if you should be listening to Ratchet Ramblings. Right, if you all know that shit, just why are you even listening to this podcast? But yes, he a good man, but we know heavily. No, listen, when I tell you the audacity left, I, 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 I had to I had to pause it and rewind it because I like I know this motherfucker did not just say. Talking about Dr. Scott, I mean, he kind of flabby. I was like, Heavenly, <laughs> what? Who have you seen your nigga? I'm not even trying to be funny, but Dr. Scott got a better body than Heavenly. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you a little flabby. You and Damon is, listen, of all, the couples, of all the couples on the show, her and Dr. Uh, Damon is sitting at the bottom of the barrel right there with Toya and Eugene. It's some much finer folks on that goddamn show. Yeah, y'all ain't it, and you ain't in no position to be trying to drag nobody's looks, nobody's body, nobody's nothing. When your husband is sitting around there built like Buddha, 
Take your ass on somewhere, bitch. Hey, that motherfucker built like Boracho from Mortal Kombat. Like, get the hell on up out of here, child. I'm talking about she. Hey, when they was at that party and they were talking about she was snatched and she didn't look bad, but I'm, but I'm like Dr. Scott. Snatched snatched that's thanks. Well, <laughs> well. I'm like shit, Dr. Scott most snatched than you heavily. I'm like, girl, what you what you doing? But I I had to make a note to write that down because I was alone. She I was, does that a lot for me. There's a lot of times when Heavenly says stuff, and I'm just like You know what? Let me say this. Self-awareness. She's I was about to say she's point. very not self-aware. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I have to say this because because I said last week that on on the show it seemed like that therapy working. And I said that on Twitter and then um, shout out to some of y'all on Twitter. Some of y'all are right by me. Y'all um let me know that it's just an app because on Instagram and on the Watch What Happens Live, she's still the same old heavenly. So heavenly girl, fuck you for having me out here looking <laughs> for stupid giving you some goddamn flowers. Girl, fuck oh, you. That's what you get for giving people flowers. Listen, it's like the read. You can't get nobody nothing for too, too goddamn long. You gotta give them a pedal. Can't give them whole. Shit, flowers. Can't even give them that here. Can't even give them the pee. Heavenly girl, fuck you. <laughs> But I got damn visible ass and visible part. Girl, fuck you. <laughs> Number one rule. Don't have me out here looking the fuck stupid saying something good about you. And then you out here doing clownery. Girl, fuck you. But anyway. <clears throat> uh, speaking of that, uh, speaking of that, Carrie was on there. She looked good. Carrie Hilson looks good. Oh yeah, she does. Yeah, I she mean, was on there. You I know, guess the beehive stops attacking. Well, <laughs> well, you know, the beehive the swelling went down. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, the beehive that is weak. that. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. That's always going to be some people's struggle. Mm. You know, you know, some people struggle. You know, struggle with wigs. You know, struggle with banana powder. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> I'm, mm, mm. You know, we all have our vices, you know. I, you know, I've been in the gym all year, and I'm still being like a clown. So it's fine. You know, yes. it's, fine. Yeah. it's fine. I ain't built like Damon, though. But you know, teeth, you know, wigs and banana powder. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Good luck, everybody. Um, but yeah, that was to be honest, that was pretty much it. Like I said, it was a dry season finale, so yeah. I'm looking forward to I mean, reunion. Well, Aiden did um, seem to recover from the. What was it, meningitis? Yeah. yeah. That's good. That, that was a good yeah. thing to see. You, other than you, that, know, you know, now that Candace brought it up, you know, they get on my nerves, Mariah more than Aiden, but they not a bad looking couple either. <laughs> well, damn, shit. <laughs> I, it, Mariah's eyes throw me off. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Michael Jackson in Thriller. Like, Art, You know what? You know what? Colored contacts. That just remind me what Curtis called her Toya Color Contact Well, I mean, good luck. Good luck. We'll be here for the reunion. Hopefully, we'll be better with that reunion. I think the reunion will be better because everybody will have seen everybody's shade by now. So that's just why I think I love reunions. Yeah. Um, But I, after the after the stuff with Quad and her marriage um, coming to an end, after that died down, the 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 season just got really stupid. 
Right. This was really ridiculous. It was nothing worth talking about, nothing worth discussing. It, it was petty arguments. It was, you know, it was nobody like, had nothing going on. Yeah, nobody had anything and that going shows on. How, just how lame they are. Like, if they can't focus on one person's drama, they're boring. Yeah. Yeah. Because when it was Dr. Jacket, they had other shit going on outside of trying to be up in her business. Well, no, they spent a lot of time focusing yeah. on Jackie and Curtis, but that's why I agree with Asa. Like, when it's one person's drama they can focus in on, they go there. Before that, when Eugene and Toya was in tax trouble, that was a big po- focal point. And then, um, well, at the same time, I think it was you, it was, so yeah, then it was Dr. Jackie and Curtis. Then it was Simone and uh, Cecil. Mm-hmm. This season it was Quad and Greg. So like they always have to pick one couple to focus in on, and when they can't, it's boring. And yeah. So let's you know, hopefully the the cast of LA ugly, but maybe they got better drama. It well, is right. LA, well, so well, most of them light skin, so you know, you know how that go. Ugly, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget that part, but um, you're doing amazing, friend. No, me. Listen, <laughs> so uh, let's let's hop on over to We TV. Uh, We TV is becoming a power player in reality TV. I got to say that. Oh yeah, love after lockup. Um, you know the growing up hip hops. Uh, marriage boot camp. Um. Uh, yeah, they starting to they starting to hit hard. Um, the reason, the only reason I really, we could have almost skipped it, but I really wanted to talk about, um, first of all, the brat been on probation for 87 years. (laughs) (laughs) And two, I, well, three, the brat getting off probation after being out of jail for 12 years, um, her, Trying to sneak in the fact that she's broken is gonna have to file bankruptcy. What she don't know is that that money that she owed that woman for bashing her in the head with a bottle or whatever, um, that's not gonna get wiped out, sweetheart. Mm-mm. That's that's le- that's that's government issue. That's that's you know criminal. You're not gonna be able to not pay that woman her money. So you still gonna owe that woman that million dollars for bashing her in her motherfucking head. And two, you always in everybody else's business while being broke. It shouldn't be shouldn't be in Jermaine Dupree's lap dog pay something. But you a motherfucking house pet. You a house cat. He should be at least feeding you and taking you to the vet, bitch. What's wrong mm. with you? Mm. Are you filing bankruptcy? You going on all these goddamn so-so death uh, nostalgia reunion tours and you broke? G- girl, 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 girl. Well, you're getting a check from growing up hip hop Atlanta, so hopefully things are looking up. But bankruptcy not gonna stop you from having to pay that woman that money. You violent that, offender. Fuck you, girl. That Ricky Smiley check I ain't paying shit. Cause that basically just a part time job. So good luck. Um, <laughs> little mama finding out that Bow Wow was spreading those rumors about her. Mm. I just want to say, little mama. This how you know little mama from New York. And I love a woman from I love women from the East Coast, women from New York, Jersey, women from Philly. I love y'all aggressive asses. Y'all make my heart skip a beat <laughs> because little mama got in that motherfucking video and she said, "I will smack the shit out of you." Period. Period. In the calmest, most, while checking her mail, 
while checking her mail in the most calm New York voice ever, I will smack the shit out of you. Period. Listen, listen. If I was not married and I dabbled in slits and scissoring, <laughs> I, would, I would get me a woman from New York. You like I, so I would get me a woman from the East Coast. Like that shit had me. That shit made me feel away. I felt butterflies. I was like, okay. And she meant that shit. And I know she is slapped Bow Wow because Bow Wow ain't nothing from, but he from the suburbs of Columbus, Ohio. And mm. so, you know, he ain't tough. He been sheltered all his motherfucking life. She probably would slap the dog shit out of Bow Wow. And then dare him to do something. And then uh, seeing lip glosses popping. She will have a bacon, egg, and cheese in one hand and slap shit out of Bow Wow. I love her. I love her. First of all, she's very pretty. Mm. I, so y'all know how I talk about this, about um, how either coming on a reality show is going to make people dislike you or it's going to make people like you more. I like little mama's presence on this show. Um, she got real upbeat, you know, she's real bubbly and fun and fun and silly. I like seeing her on the show. So when she found out that that little nigga Bow Wow was running around telling that, telling folks that she wanted to fuck him and she was flirting with him and coming on to him, she was like, is this, she was like, are you joking? He like, no, he really said you invited him to New York and, you know, like you was flirting. She was like, no, you, you not, no, you joking. I don't believe this. No way. Like she was appalled that this man is going around telling people that she trying to get at him. She was like, I know you fucking lying. She was, she was disgusted. She was like, uh, what? I don't know who, what the fuck you think this is. I thought, and that's also making even more disgusting on Bow Wow Park because it's like my nigga, this is somebody that has been cool with you and shows right. you nothing but love. Like y'all known each other since y'all was little. Like mm-hmm. this somebody you do, somebody that you you called a friend, right? Mm-hmm. It was and it was weird to me, but like like we've established before, and I don't want y'all, I don't want anybody to attribute the way Bow Wow carries on at times to mental illness or depression because what he did to Little Mama that was some that was his doing. That, that, was was not his, that was not his mental illness. That was not his depression. That was mean and nasty. Mm-hmm. Like, you really went out your way to lie on that girl. If you felt she was flirting with you or coming on to you or something like that, and it was not mutual, as your as her friend, as somebody you consider a friend, you could have talked to her like, hey, I'm just making sure we're on the same page because I know you invited me to come kick it in New York, and it's just on some friendship, right? And y'all could have y'all could have straightened it out there. You literally running around telling people that little mama want to fuck with you and fuck her and her your bitch and fuck her up and this that and the third. Your bitch can't even fuck you up. <laughs> Kiyomi got so much baggage she can't do shit to nobody but cry. Like what the fuck? And you could tell little mama was mad because she wanted to fuck that DJ dude. And Bow Wow done told the DJ dude, oh, she ain't invite you to New York? She must ain't feeling you like that because she invited me. And Bow like, yo, you are fucking weird. What? Why would she invite somebody she just met on a blind date a couple weeks ago to her fucking family reunion? Why you cop blocking, bro? Bow Wow, why you cop blocking? What yeah, that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really. exactly what it felt like. Mama, cause, cause we said on the show that that um that dude attractive, little mama attractive, that would they would have made a cute little couple. You yeah. look at cop blocking. 
Yeah, definitely. But shout out to him for telling little mama what Bawa was saying and doing. Because I didn't think right. he was going to say nothing to her. Right. So shout out to him for not being as trifling as Bow Wow. Correct. Uh, and then that goddamn off parole party. Child, it was good to see Lisa Ray in that ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bow again, Bow Wow. He got drunk. Kiyomi left. Let, let me be. Let me say this. Um, I don't really care for Kiyomi, Kiyomi, Kakachu, Hachu, whatever the bitch name is. I don't. She's not one of my favorite people on the show. However, she's absolutely right about how she felt about Bow Wow. She's been with him long enough to know that when he drinks, he turns into a fucking monster. And that's a lot of people who are dealing with mental health issues. Even when they turn to a vice like drinking or drugs, it still brings out the worst in them. So he gets drunk. He gets overly aggressive, overly loud, you know, overly abrasive. And she like, I don't want to be bothered with that. I'm leaving. He get mad and act like somebody pulled a gun on him. Yeah, I would have left too. I was like, oh shit, shit. Look, look at Kiyoma channeling me because I would have, I would have left too. I'm like, boy, fuck you. Listen, <laughs> I'm going about my you, business. You can only show me you. You can only show your ass with me drunk a couple times before I'll be like, I, I, we could be cool, but I'm not gonna fuck with you if we in a drinking setting. Yeah, you like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I I'm, I'll, pa- I'll pass. I'll yeah. pass. Thank you so he much. Goodbye. Little, and he be the littlest motherfucker in the party, causing the most shit. Right, little, nigga, like, like a bunion. He like a <laughs> bunion on your foot. Little Tasmanian like, devil. My God, the nigga is like a blister. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, somebody pop this little pimple and go. <laughs> a little blister. <laughs> Shad blister. Like it's like okay, no. No, he's annoying. Like Very. get the season finale comes on this week, and so we'll we'll run back through. Um, next week's show and see what happens. But in the previews, Deb is telling Bow Wow's mom, you need to get your son some help. You've Correct. been running around, letting him run around and, and talk about killing himself and hurting others, hurting himself, uh, you know, being verbally, mentally, emotionally abusive to women. You ain't you done sat back and watched and been hands off. You, you The little motherfucker ain't even living separate from you. Like, I'm not... I'm not trying to be funny. I know that we all go through things and sometimes we have to end up going back home or living with people that we might not necessarily want to live with. But we talking about Bow Wow, who has had multi-platinum albums. I think all but two of Bow Wow's albums have ever gone platinum. And them two went gold or some shit like that. So we talking about Grammy nominated, millions of dollars, millions of records, tons of tours, whatever. We're talking about this 30 plus year old man who has never lived separately from his mother. Mm. For any woman looking to fuck Bow Wow, that should be a red flag. flag. That is fucking strange to have had access to that much money and you have been living in in the same house with your mama. You and your mama could have stayed on the same street. Hell, you could have had a guest house built in the back. But literally, you and your mom live under the same roof. Like, that's a that's a huge red flag for me, for somebody of Bow Wow's stature has had access to the type of money Bow Wow has had access to. So, uh, yeah, he need to get some help. 
He really, and then the show opened with him crying on the couch talking to the therapist dude. He really needs some real, real, real help and possibly to go on medication. I mean, it is, it just is what it is. So we'll check back in on that next week with the finale of Growing Up Hip Hop. And uh, then we're going to move on over to VH1 because, oof. The ghetto. At first, I thought we would do Black Ink first, but Black Ink was so much. We're just going to talk about Black Ink last. Okay. That's fair. Black Ink was a lot. It now, was. Love and Hip Hop um, New York. Mm. Juju. Mm. I'm here for Juju. <laughs> I am here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you straightening the fuck out of Yandy with her lying ass. That is one lying bitch. Ooh. Bitch, you running around here calling people secretive, bitch. You didn't have a whole nationally televised wedding to a nigga you're not married to. And your friends didn't even know. Your friends Mm -hmm. didn't know. I was so happy when Juju pulled that card. I was like, yes. yes. And... Listen, I you know, I used to love Remy Ma. Fuck Remy Ma. I'm so yes. mad she's on my TV screen. <laughs> I do not like that problematic ass bitch. I mean, congrats on having y'all little girl, but girl, fuck you. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. That's all when I Juju got the going in, Remy couldn't even say nothing. See, Juju quiet them the worst ones to try to push their buttons because they had yeah. fucking kill you. Right. Now beat your yeah. ass. People quiet like Juju will kill your ass. That's Literally why stab all- you. That's why it's always imperative for them to keep their temper in check because when they go there, they go. Mm-hmm. Literally will stab you. First of all, Yandy and the motherfucking braids. Mm. Huh. Mm. Was that a lace front braid? I don't know, babe? but the bitch looked like a dinosaur from the land before time. <laughs> oh, little foot ass. The bitch looked like Yoshi from Mario. All right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, that bitch. But Candace did not lie. Um, don't her mouth look fake? Like, don't it look like a Mr. Potato Head mouth? Like, you just stick it on her face. She has one of those mouths where, like, the movement of her lips annoys me because it's like it's it's over dramatic and it doesn't like, like her. True, and she's just a whole fucking liar. Like, if, yo, like if Yoshi went, if Yoshi went to an HBCU. Ooh, mm. <laughs> like if Yoshi went to Spelman. <laughs> 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 she is just really fucking Ooh, that was strange. <laughs> I was I was really glad that Juju stood up for herself because my personal relationship, my personal business, things of that nature, it's not just storyline, it's not gonna be your mm-hmm. talking point, it's not gonna be your gossip point. If I want to deal with a breakup by myself, I am allowed to deal with the breakup by myself and right. tell people when I'm ready. I don't have to come running to you about ending my 10 plus year relationship. It's not your fucking business. I love my friends. I love my friends dearly. And they, I know they love me too. But when they have, when they're going through shit or I'm going through shit, we allow each other the space to deal with it. We right. don't take it personal. Well, if we was really friends, you would have told me, oh, shut the fuck up. That seems like a theme on a lot of these shows. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. If we was really friends, you would tell my pain is not gonna be your party. Yeah. It's not your gonna be your gossip party. Right. I'm gonna deal with my shit. Then if if I'm ready to talk about it, I'll talk about it. And the crazy part was Juju still told Yandy and Kimbella and Remy about the fucking breakup when she was before a lot to. of people found out. Right. 
Right, so it's like, what you even mad about? Like, what are you saying? It's not that, like it hit TMZ before they knew. And even if it did, who cares? Um, well, well, you know, when you ain't got no business going for yourself, you know, you want to know everybody's business, including your friends. So, you know. Well, when your shit is in turmoil and shambles, then you really. Very also, Yandy has no real storyline without the League of Extraordinary Baby Mamas around. Facts. Um, and the League of Extraordinary really? Baby Mamas were more entertaining than she was, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Truthfully. Because at but, least if they were lying, they could le- keep their lies straight. Like, we literally just saw her in that one little thing with her, Remy, and Juju, and that was it. Uh, mm. 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 Speaking of that mess, uh... <laughs> Remy don't need nobody clothing line, because, bitch, you are not that fashionable. Uh, <laughs> that shit was ugly. Okay, so who worse, Remy or Marlo? Marlo. Uh, yeah, yeah, because Marlo, Marlo bought a bunch of designer yeah. shit and managed to make it look ugly. Exactly. So, Spent too much money. Like, if you buy a bunch of Forever 21 shit and put your name on this stitching, we know. That we, know we know that shit came from AliExpress. Mm-hmm. We know. It's cheap. It's ugly. Okay. At least if it's going to be ugly, yes, let it be cheap. Yeah. Marlo be ugly in... Twenty thousand dollars worth of designer clothes, shoes, bags, glasses, scarves, and all that other shit. Just tacky. Just real tacky. But um, I, I, I would like seeing Juju, and um, you know, that leads me to Jonathan because we might as well mm-hmm. get they they whole situation out the way. Jonathan, Kimbella, Sin. Uh, those were the only ones there, right? It was Sin. Yeah, just them three. And Jonathan, who else was there? Well, no, it was Anais, but then she walked out. Anais, yeah. Anais. So, shout out to Sin for just saying the amount of her business. Right. Yeah, Sin just there for the check. Yeah. yeah. Her and Joe have sat down with their PR team, their management team, and said, look, we going to get this check, but we ain't going to really be in no shit. Yeah. We're just going to be where the shit at, but we ain't going to be in the shit. Mood, honestly, mood. Yeah. yeah. We where the mess at, but we ain't messy. Right. I'll allow it. I'll allow but, uh, it. And I, first of all, Anais looked like a broken thumb. <laughs> and we got to come to terms and come to grips with the fact that she looks worse after she's lost weight. She looked she better looked with that like weight on her. She looked like she is doing crystal meth. Yes. And then we helping. Nah, she ain't black. You know she ain't doing crack. She mm-hmm. doing crystal meth. She doing Their that white. Things don't help. They look like they've gone through the rent cycle. She she looks she looks bad. But she can't dress. Jonathan jumping on her. <laughs> Let me tell you something about a motherfucker when they wrong wrong. They gonna jump on everybody but they own goddamn self. Correct. Uh, Nies really ain't do nothing to Juju that a lot of us wouldn't have done for our friends. Because mm-hmm. it could have been me and you, Jeremy. It could be me and Curtis. It could be me and Taylor. If one of y'all having a birthday party and a motherfucker come in y'all party trying to uh, bring smoke, guess who finna bring the whole fucking fire? Me. Exactly. Correct. Because how you gonna tell somebody, well, I came to celebrate you even though we got beef? Bitch, right. you, you don't come celebrate. Right. Like, that was my... I didn't one, invite you. That was my one gripe with Juju. You wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. So if you was going to come and be a party crasher, at the very least, you could have just really came to celebrate him and dealt with that shit at a later time. But you brought your uninvited ass in here talking about I came to celebrate you even though I hear we got a problem. Okay. 
from Yandy at that. Yeah. No, she heard that from Kimbella. Yandy invited Yandy her. Invited Kimbella yes. told her what Jonathan yeah, 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 said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't think in that situation, Anais did anything because Anais did not try to fight her. Anais did not get in her space. She was like, she girl, Juju. She, she just she said, this like, ain't the place. She like, girl, Juju, keep it classy. Why is you here mm-hmm. kicking up shit? That was really Anais' tone. Like, girl, why is you here kicking up shit? You like, go on, bitch. And that's the exact same mood, tone that I would have if somebody came in a party for one of my friends trying to fuck up a good time. Like, girl, mm-hmm. you got to get the fuck out. Yeah. Him jumping on Anais, I was like, ooh, you, I know you feel guilty. He's also a, just not a trustworthy trustworthy person to me. He's not trustworthy at all. Even the shit that he's mad at Juju about, um, yeah, you could tell that to be was, mad about. Yeah, you could tell that it was a temp it was temporary shade, which mm-hmm. is why he didn't he's pissed that Kimbella told her because yeah. it, he had every intentions on making up with Juju. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why you should shut the fuck up and keep your gripes to yourself until you actually talk to the person. Right. right. You're talking to everybody but Juju when your issue is with Juju. Right. And, and now- I don't even understand the issue because it wasn't like Juju went, took the whole opportunity for herself. The nigga was late. <laughs> he went to the meeting on behalf of both of them. Yeah, he couldn't make it at all. He couldn't so- make it. So I don't understand what his issue is. It's not like she stole the concept that motherfucker that has running all like that bronzer <laughs> all that bronzer going to his mother too much too much mm. fancy mm. you know he ain't wearing fancy old hating ass bitch <laughs> <laughs> he just probably wearing some land comb which is no. fine mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well moving on moving on oh but uh I did um um, like when Cambella told him, like you got me fucked up. Like I didn't right because that is not what I said, and right. she's right. That wasn't what she said. Yeah, you know uh, that. Yeah, so two things. <laughs> <laughs> when two, it's like two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. It's Spider Man <laughs> looking at Spider Man meme with Cambella and Jonathan. Um, Jonathan was being messy, and again, like we said, if you can't say it to somebody's face, you need to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Two, Kimbella had no reason to run back and tell uh, Juju any of that. She was That's being true. messy. There's no way you could truly consider Jonathan your friend and you went and did that to him. Mm-hmm. If she wanted to put a bug in Juju's ear, she could have said, Juju, um, you know, I feel like she could have said, Juju, Jonathan is a little mad at you. Whatever y'all got going, he's kind of still upset with you and maybe you know, reach out and talk to him and see what's going on. She did not have to deliver all that shade Jonathan had for Juju word for word. Not if you both people friends. Like if you can't be completely neutral, you could do it. Just what I said. He could, she could have went to Juju and say, Hey, Jonathan's still a little upset with you. I'm not sure about what exactly, but I think y'all two need to talk. And she could have been hands off with the rest of the shit. So Jonathan has a reason to be bad at Kimbella, but not Anais. Kimbella had a lot of motherfucking nerve being mad when she was being messy. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's true. And her real hair is fucked up, bitch. You got a lot of split ends. <laughs> this time, baby, you put on a big chop, bitch. Oh, yeah. Because I was looking at it, I was like, am I being too harsh 
Or nah, she needs to put the wig back on. She yeah, she needs to keep a wig on. She's she's fried, dyed, and laid that motherfucking yeah. hair to the side. All types of heat she, damage. Yeah, it's all heat damage, all chemical damage, all fucking day with Kimbella and that fucking real hair of hers. Baby, mm-hmm. it's time to change. It's time to let go and let God, baby. Mm-hmm. The way your uh, fiance do with his flippers. Yeah, motherfucking flippers is chattering in the wind, bitch, <laughs> right with your ends. Joelle sounds like a person who just got their tongue pierced. Ju- yeah, Joelle sounds like a nigga <laughs> with, <laughs> with no bottom teeth. Like, I don't believe none of his teeth real. And I happened to see a picture on the internet. Somebody posted a picture of what maybe what the top of his mouth looks like. And ooh, baby, it looked like that motherfucker needs some silver caps. Like they put in the goddamn kid's mouth. Mm. Baby, it looks bad. Those motherfucking teeth, baby. He be chittering and chattering. <laughs> so I'm about to go to the slabber. You know, he sounds like somebody dragging, like <laughs> he sounds like somebody dragging, like you know, you know those little fold up chairs, like you had the, the family cookout and shit, <laughs> like somebody dragging them along to <laughs> to set them down at the table and shit. Listen, That's what he, he sounds like. He sounds like he been chewing cotton for thirty days and thirty nights. He just sounds really bad. At the mouth, like real, real nasty. Nigga sound like when. So I had the nerve to say. So it's the toughest day in my life. I'm about to go into the court and make a decision. What? Had the nerve to say it was just pills. Mm. Mm -hmm. It was crack. (laughs) Oh, wait, no. Doing crack. Crack. You was a crackhead, period. (laughs) You're going to jail. Ooh, that motherfucker was so high on drugs talking about he, he it wasn't his gun. How, who the fuck gun was it? And who the fuck is in your house with the of York Airport? North. Who the fuck is it? Like whose duffel bag did you have? That's the only way that you wouldn't have known that gun was yours is if you stole a duffel bag because crackheads steal. You either stole it. Or you were so high you didn't remember putting that gun in your bag. Those are the only two things. Either way, you a crackhead. You smoke crack, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Alfred Wooder from Holiday Heart crackhead. (laughs) That motherfucker. When that bitch was clicking her teeth. Like, ugh, fuck, get the fuck out of here. Hey, he sound like he sound like like when you like if you hold like like a notepad, like a composition book up to a fan and just like the wind just let the page blow. Good day, Jeremy. Good day. I'm Too down with you. Okay, <laughs> cool. All right. You. I ain't lie though. I mean you didn't. That's fine. And that's the worst part. Oof. Um, oh, in other news, <laughs> uh Sydney Star. Mm. Rich Dollars, oh. Jacque. Mm. First of that all, was interesting. Shout out to, no shout out. Let me just say this. Uh, I appreciate, there we go, Rich and Jacque making a valiant effort to be respectful of Sydney Star. Absolutely, because that uh, could have gone left and we've seen and I how that goes. it to go left i too expected it to go left i appreciate them asking what's the proper term to refer to a drink a transgender woman I, I appreciate when she said do not use that other t word that mm-hmm. ends with the y and, and they, they was like okay that. no problem we won't do that i put i first of all 
Rich, okay. Mm. Sydney Star's friend was asking a hard-hitting motherfucker question that I was wanting to know. Who the fuck has Rich Dollars put on or boosted to a certain level of, of success? Because he could not even get the motherfucking job done with Olivia, and she had some she had some leeway in the industry. So why are you motherfuckers it like why are you women running years. to rich dollars trying to have established successful careers when we have no idea who he's who he's boosted in the game? Well, I don't said, know. She said Erica Man and her friend was like, girl, that don't count. He was like, so a uh, washed up video chick. Okay, cool. Uh, who who else? Who else? And and yeah. who? And who? What was it? <laughs> it was like, no, like, no, like, I appreciate the fact that you are willing to uh, try to foster and mentor the talent that she does not really have, but whatever. Because mm. that freestyle. Rap, but okay. That freestyle. Freestyle Child the spaghetto. I often <laughs> think about that tweet. And you know, when mm. we'll get to it, but just know seeing Wu Child the Spaghetto will never not send me into a fit of giggles after seeing <laughs> spaghetti in an ice cream bucket. But uh, yeah, so Rich is working with Sydney Starr, who, if you guys have no idea who Sydney Starr is, she's a transgender woman. I think she came, she's been done some radio interviews about. Of rappers that she may have messed with or something of that nature. I'm not completely sure. Yeah, it is nice to she see. She started up with um, being on the blogs talking about rappers she supposedly was sleeping with. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, I appreciate being able to see um, a transgender woman that's not um, a caricature of, you know, what people assume transgender behave and act like. Um, however, she can't rap. You can't rap. Girl, you can't rap. She is the rapping equivalent of Ashley singing on Potomac. This ain't it, girl. Ooh. Not that bad. Nothing's that bad. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing's too far. that bad. Too far? The Not too far, but almost. Yeah. Okay. She's not that bad. Okay. Okay. But she, she's not. She's not good at rapping. Um, it ain't it, girl. <laughs> it ain't it. Um, they brought Nia Lee back, and I have no idea no why. why. I she's know why. Problems. Never mind. I know why. I know why they did. Every every recovering stripper um, wants the opportunity at becoming the next Cardi B. And um, Mona has been trying to replace Cardi on Love and Hip Hop New York for quite some time. You know what? I don't even think it's Mona. I think those women are coming back to Mona asking to be back on the show. And she's allowing it because it is really slim pickings. The last season of New York, we don't even remember, truthfully. I remember very little about what happened in New York. And then they got rid of Bianca. Then they got rid of... uh, uh, Mariah. bad bitch odors. Um, <laughs> bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the BBOD bitches. Um, um, so it was some space. However, um, Nylee wasn't talented when she was on Love and Hip Hop the first time and was getting into it with Rich Dollars. She still can't rap now. Congratulations on having a baby. Kudos. We love the kids here at Ratchet Ramblings. But girl, you can't rap. Sydney Star can't rap. And you bitches being about to fight about bitches who can and can't rap and was famous. Well, nobody want to see that. 
Nobody wanna see that. And Nia Lee, you look fucking ridiculous with that wig on, baby. Take that yeah. off. That wig, child. That oh. Say it, Candace. Say it. Mm-mm. <laughs> I just I was not enthused. And like if you Mona, go find some other people for the show. Please. Right? You're not it. I, I, recycling these people. If they I'll didn't... give I'll give Sydney Star a chance, but Nia Lee didn't last the one season she was on. There's no reason to bring back the rejects. Yeah. And all, like I don't know, vet these people better for like personality traits or something. I don't know. But every um female rapper, new up and come quote unquote up and coming female rapper you get can't be like a pop off queen fire starter with like just go off for no reason because that gets boring. Yeah, it does. It's very, it gets it becomes very cookie cutter. Shout out to Rich breaking that shit up. Like, yo, yeah. get the like. No, I'm not gonna do this. And then putting kind of putting Sydney Star in her place. Like, how you come to somebody else performance trying to bark? Like, just go sit your ass down. Mm-hmm. Like, it was unnecessary. Like, you was really trying to have a, a, a whose titties is better competition with somebody you really don't you even don't know. know. Like, why you got smoke for somebody you don't know? It was a lot. It's stupid too. Yeah. Like all they got, all of them got badass energy, and it's like Rich being the voice of reason. Everybody, like, what is this? Everybody, blood like pressure he, medicine. Jaquay looked like his dick smelled like forty-seven dirty belly buttons. <laughs> he he looked like he hadn't had a bath in days when they uh, cut to him in them scenes. I was like, ooh, he ooh, he's he probably one of them people on Twitter that don't wipe before the shower. Yeah, he probably mm-hmm. is. He don't even he don't even spread his butt cheeks to let the water run through. And Ais not realizing she don't have talent is was is <laughs> that, God bless everybody. You know, but me, yeah. That's oh my you, god, that's because you're not talented, bitch. Yeah. God bless. Like, I don't understand why I worked so this long and my career hasn't. You don't. It, it, you don't have a career, sweetie. You don't have it, baby. You all on love and hip hop. You don't yeah. have a career. Like, we have to be self aware. God bless Ruben. He just want his wife to not be a goddamn goofy while he work and take care of her. God bless uh, that man. A hoe. He want her not to be a hoe. Well, that too. Uh, uh, yeah. And not cheat. Yeah. Well, oh. too bad. We can't all get what the fuck we want. You got a cheating ass bitch that's built like a kneecap. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, she was yelling at him about putting the goddamn clothes up. <laughs> uh, Kim Bella and these crying spells every other episode. Listen, mm-hmm. listen. If you and that man was broke up while he was on crack and he fucked other bitches while he was on crack, that ain't got nothing to do with you, bitch. The only thing you could really do is go get an STD screening and call it a day. He was on yeah, crack. Sure. And he even sound like if we went together while I was on drugs, what's the problem? Mm. If I was smoking my life away while I was not with you and smoking with bitches who like to smoke crack too... What is what is we mad about, bitch? I'm I'm kind of clean now. He kind of <laughs> clean because I think he's still smoking crack. I still think he's doing drugs, but whatever. And she's just always fucking crying and boohooing. And well, if that's how you feel, do you that you not being a man? Like, girl, he ain't been being a man mm-hmm. to you. Did, did you think it was gonna start today? Have you right. seen? Have like, you seen his teeth? You've been together for ten years and nothing has changed. Why did you think jail would be the answer? Well, prison, excuse me, was going to be the answer. You going to prison, (laughs) period. (laughs) 
Like, I'm just trying to understand what she wants from a man she was with 10 years, was cheated on by multiple times, abused by, had to deal with crack stints and all that kind of stuff. Like, what are you expecting from him? Because he's shown you what he is when he's at his final form, when he's at his best, when he was at the top of his career with Dipset, he was cheating on you. When he was at the lowest of his career, he was cheating on you with people that do crack while he do crack. Like even when he's up or down, he doesn't treat you right. So what is your, what are you fucking expecting at this point, bitch? What are you after? You mop head hoe. Like what is your, what's the problem? Hey, her hair really do look like that. That mop. It looked like an old mop. It looked like when somebody refused to throw their mop away and buy another one. That mm-hmm. one old mop that said, "Me, my house this after the cookout." Like a dirty Swiffer pad. Like I'm sick of you, bitch. You on my nerves. Right. You've been crying over this nigga for a decade, bitch, and it's much. It's probably much better dick out there attached to nigga who don't have toddlers and Tierra flippers. <laughs> <laughs> you know who ain't who ain't trying to smoke crack out your butt crack. Because mm-hmm. I know he been smoking crack off your titties. Yeah, that's I a given. They realize it, stupid hoe. That's a given. Mm-hmm. 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 After she don't be exhausted from napping, from from taking care of the kids, he just come home when he got visitation, and just take a line off of TV. You know, mm-hmm. it's probably. You know, I, just, it's, I don't, I don't understand that, this lifestyle. It is. I knew I couldn't. I I couldn't do it. Couldn't be me. Is all I can say. Well, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Ha- I don't want to. I like. I'm not gonna say what I wouldn't do, but. I'm just going to tell you that 10, 10 years is a long time to deal with a crackhead. <laughs> like you have put about 20 years on your life. Like take, well taking 20 years off your life trying to love a crackhead Ooh, yeah. because don't nobody run faster from love than a motherfucker trying to go get a rock. Mm, a word. So, good luck, Kimbella. Cheat on that nigga while he in jail. Cause Please. I believe <laughs> You probably set him up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she put the burner in the bag. Mm. Yeah, she was like, "You gonna go to jail now?" If he, <laughs> if he in pri- if he in prison, I can cheat in peace. Stay woke. There it is. Yeah. So I don't she know. seems like the dummy type to quote unquote hold her nigga down in jail. The previews look promising for for the, tomorrow. Since we're recording this on a Sunday, the previews look promising for tomorrow. Yeah. What's that girl's name that Jaquay was with? She got a stupid name. Uh, it starts with a B, right? No, no. Um, crap. Wasn't it Ayana or some shit like that? Some would uh, Adriana. Some some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, she's gonna be on there. Her and Jaquay broke up. Jaquay. J- Wait, didn't Sydney start mispronounce his name? Yes, Jaguar. She called, yeah, she called that man Jaguar. I mean, that's what he looked like. So, I mean, I he mean, could never be a fiercely stealth animal like a Jaguar. More like a Jaguar. Nigga looks like an alley cat. Yeah. Like a jackal. Nigga looks so like cool. a, he looked like that black cat from Tom and Jerry. He looks like a stray cat, but uh, he looks like a raccoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's a New York squirrel. Definitely. All right, all right. Um, but that ex girlfriend is um crazy. She, she has bad shit. Yeah, she's been um basically starting rumors saying he's he's undercover. Um, which. 
It's kind of disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even put that bitch name in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Uh, let's see. I am well, I'm deep. Um, yeah, when you do clownery, you know. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. Um, speaking of clownery, she's running around telling um, Safari that Jaquay is talking shit about him. And oh, it's Cayenne or Cayenne. Okay, yes. Yeah. Mm. It's not spicy. She's just stupid. But <laughs> um, yeah, she's running around telling Safari that you know Jaquay is talking shit about him, saying that it was a scam, the the robbery, it was an insurance scam, and all this other stuff. And Safari is buying into it, which I think Safari buys into it because of how trifling he was with a one and Lyrica situation. Yep. So yeah, guilty nigga conscience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the oh, Joe and Sin went on their little getaway. They still didn't get to have a lot of sex. Um, they got to sleep. Um, here's the thing. Uh, I'm very familiar with postpartum. Uh, but I feel like a part of the issue is that sin doesn't work. Yeah, sin doesn't work. Sin doesn't. Uh, she doesn't have um a lot going on outside of motherhood and being Joe Button's, you know, incredibly fine girlfriend. And it's very easy to have that type of energy and let's let's fuck 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 um when you when you're not expending any energy during the day. Yeah, like and it, and it's not to say that, you know, keeping up with the um a newborn into toddler, blah, 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 blah. It's not to say that it's not draining, but you have a lot more freedom and time to rest. Even if the baby is up and sitting with you on the couch or y'all do relaxing shit, mm-hmm. y'all get to do a lot of relaxing shit. You and the baby relaxing out by the pool, in the pool, go out to eat lunch, go to the mall, all that shit. It takes energy, but it's also very relaxing. It's nothing like getting up and going to work day in, day out. So I feel like a big part of their disconnect is that as it currently stands on the show, she doesn't have anything going on for herself professionally, like in terms in, in the manner that Joe does. Like she does not, she's not doing a podcast. She's not uh, doing a lot of hosting because she's home with the baby. She's not, you know, not, she doesn't have any products or anything that she's pushing and all that kind of she's not doing club. Again. So she's bored. Yeah. He ain't bored. He tired in the motherfucker. Joe Budden trying to get every check coming his way because that motherfucker know how quickly they snatch a check out your hand in that industry. Mm. So while them checks coming, he's snatching them. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to know that he wasn't... He listened to her. He didn't double down and be like, you know, okay, you, I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm working. Fuck you. You know, he took a week off and they went on vacation and, you know, got to sleep and as much as she whined, and sleep is real invaluable when you got a, a, a infant. Woo, yeah. So uh, it was it was good to see him sit back and listen and and formulate a plan, you know, to give her some attention. Um, but um, Sam, before we go, if you ever listen to this, and you probably won't, I understand, I get it, but um. <laughs> If the only way somebody can make you feel sexy and wanted is by fucking you, you gotta you gotta figure some stuff out within you. Mm-hmm. 
because there's more than just it's it's other ways to be intimate than somebody just sticking dicking you five to six times a day. And to me, um, and you know, Joe Budden doesn't have a very good track record with women. Woo! We know that. But we're going to focus on the now because he's on the show now. And we got to focus on what we see on the show. In the now, he looks like he worships the ground that that girl fucking walks on. Mm-hmm. Um, he She doesn't, listen, the fact that you not even married to a man and you have the capability to be a stay-at-home mom and raise your firstborn and not have to worry about money coming in, mm-hmm. baby, that's a form of love and intimacy. Oh yeah, loved you. Y'all not married. You could very, y'all could very well be living in separate households and everything. Um, he seems to really love her. He seems to make sure that she and their kid are taken care of. Um, I, I, to me, I don't believe intimacy and wanting stops at sex. I believe people's actions as a whole can show you just how much they love and want you. Because when a motherfucker don't want to be bothered with you, they don't do shit for you. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But get on your motherfucking nerves. See Offset. Ooh. Yeah. All you do is get on that girl motherfucking nerves. Mm. So. Mm. Um, Good little Cardi and culture. Sin, That's all I got. Sin is considerably younger than Joe. So I yeah. think there's um, a lot of growing to do on her end as it pertains to just understanding what adult relationships are. And not having all them goddamn temper tantrums. Right. Because what was it? The last time she was in a relationship on this show, it was with Erica Mena. And that's another explosive, immature ass bitch who is now dating Safari. Yes. So uh, I don't think she's had a lot of practice in healthy relationships. Yeah, I can agree there. Yep. So. Well, speaking of unhealthy, uh, Black Ink Crew Chicago. I mean, oh, Black Ink Crew. Oh, he's a whole ass bitch. <laughs> well, all right, Asa, you're well off to a wonderful start. I'm, um, t- I'm tired of him. I'm t- tired. Well, before we get to C's, uh, Teddy is a whole ass bitch. That uh, also and as well. He has gotten some of the treatment from Tati that he has given other women. Mm -hmm. And so fair exchange is no robbery. You big balloon bag, bean (laughs) bag, chair, broke body, big and using ass bitch. We know you feel that beard in with big and bitch. And I know know you're not going to sit up here and lie to us. Not on Ratchet Ramblings. We know a big beard beard when we see it, bitch. Oh, Sharpie beard, bitch. (laughs) Don't play with us. Play with your mama. Don't play with us. Play with your brother in jail that you swear was sitting on the stoop reading a book. Don't nothing. play with us. Mm. I'm loving this energy for Teddy, friend. You, I'm so proud. I did listen. I'm loving the alliteration. That nigga is acting it's... so hurt sitting in that motherfucking Honda Accord listening to Sade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know the fuck you didn't. Mm-mm. Listen, what you're not going to do is play this victim role. That nigga is listening to another sad love song by Tony Braxton over a bitch he ain't really in a relationship with. I know you fucking lying. Of all the women that Teddy has messed with in that shop and all the drama that has happened because Teddy messes with women in that shop. shop. And I know over Tati 
You over here crying at Carl Thomas. I know you fucking hey, lying. I hope he doesn't expect sympathy. Listen, uh, nobody cared. Everybody was like, oh, yeah. suck it up, my G. <laughs> Look, when they, when they did that shot, shot of him and like when they faded out, where it was like black and white. I was like, I know y'all fucking lying. Well, when him and Tati finally talking, that bitch told that outlandish lie talking about she ain't used to. Uh, what is she? It was some outlandish shit that didn't have shit to do with randomly getting so drunk you left you with another man that you don't know. Like my, like that's like. Listen. She, didn't she say she's like she had like communication issues or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah. She got oh, yeah. She got a hard time saying how she feel. What that got to do with you leaving the party with a whole nother nigga? Listen, something should be something. The fact that nothing has clicked in her head that I got so drunk. I don't remember what happened. I left with a man I don't know. I woke up in my bed naked, but nobody was there. The fact that nothing in your mind is saying, why are you getting that drunk? Yeah. But you a stupid drunk bitch, so I don't expect nothing less. Girl, I ain't finna dwell on your bullshit. She is the New York Lily. Fuck you and Teddy. But my biggest issue with Teddy is that big back motherfucker is always fighting C's fights because C's can't fight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let me like, say this. I hate. I. I. I love this. This energy for Teddy. I'm so proud of both of you. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though. When that, that shade he was throwing that Tati baby lamb. I ain't gonna lie. That shit mm. made me laugh. That motherfucker said when they was uh when they were playing ping pong or something. That motherfucker said when Tati said we should get in teams and Teddy was like, oh, so you good with two people, huh? I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> wait. The hurt jumped out. Listen, the hurt jumped out. <laughs> I'm like, like, since when your big ass got this goddamn shade of your big bitch? Listen. That that shit did make me laugh. I was like, fuck you, Teddy, but this shit did make me laugh. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I I need Big Fish not to just randomly insert the new people into shit. Like, they was there, and then you didn't see them again. But, like, why did, why were you at Bay's wedding? Like, yeah, what? First of all, shout out for Big Fish for getting them this goddamn big ass mansion, because I know good people see you. Um, also, he ain't pay for shit. Yeah, he ain't pay for nothing. Um. Also, you know what? You know what? I want to ask this, and maybe y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. But I was very odd and very. It was very odd to me, and I was very concerned, and it kind of made me cringe that C's took on this role of like. Young Bay's daddy, or you know, like and he's barely the, there for his own fucking kids. I, I mean, if we're gonna tell the truth, we don't. Yeah, he's barely a father to his own teenage child, and okay, like so her, it, it ain't just her, uh, events, but he can rent out a man. I also so notice, okay, because Walt, I think Walt pointed it out. Um, Walt has been divorced the reason for a lot of things. Lately. Young Bay's fiance was nowhere to be found in any of this. I wrote that down too. Yeah, he was not there. So, I guess we'll see next week because uh, those previews. Mm. 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 We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get yeah, there. We'll yeah, get there. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so okay. I just wanted to make sure it just wasn't me because this was all very disturbing, and I too wanted to I know mean, what the hell was wrong. That sees does is disturbing because well, he is a narcissist. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, he he low key made Bay's wedding about himself. Like nigga, what I, you I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say low key. I'll say high key. Like, like nigga, what you need two butlers for? <laughs> right. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, what you need a butler for? What, for them big ass lips of yours, nigga? <laughs> What? Huh? What? Like at most, you need one to carry a bottle of Carmex. Yeah, yeah that nigga need a. He need to get in a like a Carmex too. Like he need to be like, like you remember like the Duncan Booth at the fair and shit. Like <laughs> somebody need to just put like a a tub of like Carmex and then just dunk his, his goddamn. Like, uh, there's no reason you should quote unquote have all this money and your lips still chapped. That nigga lips look like. Like an old Dale laptop. That's why he's so angry all the time because his lips hurt and he can't smile. <laughs> <laughs> the sharpness of them big ass lips is hurting. Oh. <laughs> That's why he's so angry. Oh, I'm so tired of him. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, let, let, first of all, God bless Alex. God bless Alex. Alex he don't be go, trying. He be trying. He's trying to stay out of trouble. He don't want to do nothing. Well, before we get to Alex, let's say uh, shout out to Donna for not kicking off in Tati's ass the minute she saw her. Ooh, I stand. Yeah. Self-control. Because okay? she, she should have whooped off in her ass. Facts on facts. Yeah. I pre- they they threw both of them threw light shade at each other. Well, well, not light shade, but <laughs> threw shade at each other and said, you know what, we going to not make a scene for Young Bay. Mm-hmm. Cause young baby basically told them like, "Bitch, this my is mama's here." Right, right. I'm gonna bring this foolishness in front of my damn mom. And I, I appreciate that because I too would have had that same energy. Yeah. Like, nigga, my mama here. Don't you bring this foolishness around my goddamn mm-hmm. mama. So I, I feel it, but yeah, I, I that that went that went smoother than I thought it was gonna be. Cause I thought based on the preview, uh, they were gonna get the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Down in down in Tati specifically, I thought they were gonna get the fight, but they didn't. That went a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, because mm-hmm. now we could just move on to uh Caesar having a fucking meltdown when Bay told him that uh uh, uh Richard and, and Nikki coming. was coming. Um here's the thing, and this is why you have to be very careful about anybody doing anything for you. That motherfucker felt like he could dictate who and who couldn't be there to support that girl on her big oh, day. Her right. Um, Richard and Nikki didn't come in wanting any any drama, any nope. beef. Shit, um, nobody did. They didn't nope. say anything to C's. They spoke to Bay. Right. C's having this big problem there. with Richard talking shit about him on social media is very valid. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. However, not your day, not your weekend, not your situation, not your wedding, not none of that. None of it, none of it had any place in that moment. Right. Um, That's what Walt said in his confession. Then where my problem comes in with Teddy is so they argue Nikki cuts sees the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know if this is just how New York men act. But I have a huge problem with every time Caesar get mad at a woman, he start calling them bitches and hoes. That what? shit there, I would have somebody beat C's the fuck up. Yeah. Um, he has a nasty habit of that. We've seen it with Donna, we've seen it with Sky, we've seen it with Nikki, we've seen, we've it, seen with it with with Dutch. Every time he get mad, it's bitch this, hold that, fuck you, bitch, this bitch, bitch, bitch. Okay, I would knock the rest of your motherfucking teeth out your mouth because you already missing some. And he he does the the physical intimidation too. Like he he'll say he's not gonna hit you, but he doesn't behave in that manner either. Yeah, he doesn't. He gets he gets real aggressive. He's all up in like your face. Fight. And then when 
uh, Richard, because I'm going to call him Richard. If he want to be called Richard, I'm calling Richard. Richard and Nikki leave, and here come Teddy Ho-ass. Hey, man, I know we're supposed to be family, but if if, you, if, it's, if that shit dead, just let me know, because if it's on site, it's on site. Teddy... Teddy got that one, that one little victory against um, what is name Herb, and think he wants yeah. to beat everybody ass, boy. Right. Nah, like Scott uh, didn't slap the dog shit out of you. Um, and then it's gonna do it again as soon as the fighting stops with them. Here comes uh, Alex and Donna. I, I mean, Donna Alex Alex. and Donna. First of all, Alex been trying his best not to take it there with C's. Trying Ooh, his, C's I said it last week. He shown C's a lot more grace than I would. He's shown he a lot more grace than C's has shown anybody else in that goddamn shop. Mm-hmm. Alex don't want no smoke. He has steered clear of the shit with him and Donna. And I know because I somebody on Twitter was like, you got to be a whole ass nigga to be letting somebody come at your girl like that. If C's and Donna have a history of going back and forth like mm-hmm. that. So, no, I wouldn't jump in every time they get into it because they be into it a lot. Every season, C's and Donna is into it multiple times within the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They literally been into it multiple times this season, and it's almost every other episode. Season Donna is at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, no, I don't see Donna a reason is. for Alex to jump in it because he figured like the rest of us, she gonna it's be back like, working in the shop next season. Exactly. However, but C's don't need to be keep bringing him in it because he quote he can't slap Donna, so he gonna threaten Alex. That don't make no sense. Well, not even that. C's lied on Donna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Donna oh, yeah. Did she, not put she her hands, she did not put her hands on C's. She At put all. her finger in his, his face. face and that's violating. Touch him. That's violating. But yeah. for him to have that much vitriol for her, like she actually put hands on him, you being a whole fucking coward and trying to justify your behavior. Mm-hmm. And baby, we can all roll that beautiful being mm-hmm. footage back. I can yep. go to demand and play the shit right now. Donna never put her hands on you. She never mushed you in the face. She never mushed you in the head. She never hit you, never punched you, never slapped you. Donna did not put her hands on you. You were about to put your hands on Donna. Mm-hmm. And right. that's how I know that you a woman beating bitch. Because it ain't no way somebody putting their finger, a woman putting their finger in your face gonna make you react like that to the point where security gotta drag you out. Right. And then even after security separates y'all, they walking away. And, and you uh, following behind yeah. Right. Yeah, and Alice trying to de-escalate the situation. Right. And then you trying to beat him for no reason. Yeah. But still you can. No, yeah. So then, you know. So they come he, in. He, he they, talks shit to Alex. He talks shit to Donna. And Donna like, I'm not apologizing for shit. shit. I'm not even here for you. For, I'm right. here today. Leave me the fuck alone. No, I can't no. dress like she had some sense. Or that you, day too. you got something to say to me, Alex? Like, what the fuck would I have to say to you? You know what? That's a good point, Asa. For once, um, Donna didn't come in dressed like hell. She actually came dressed like she had some sense. Yeah, right. Even the wig wasn't that bad. No, exactly. Which you know uh, is wrong because Donna and them wigs. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Listen, but uh, then C's tries to sneak Alex. Alex beat C's the fuck up. Then Teddy tried to jump on Alex. I was like, what is your big ass doing? Why are you here? Why are you jumping in the mix? Listen, C's can't fight. And that's the point I've been waiting to get to for a long fucking time. (laughs) You got all that motherfucking mouth and you can't fight. Alex, little than a bitch. Like Alex, a slim ass nigga. And you couldn't, then none of your punches connect. 
That right. nigga beat you the fuck up, and then Teddy tried to jump on him. Yeah, I think Teddy got in one good lick on Alex. Yeah, because he came out of nowhere. Because remember, because yeah, he came from behind. Him. Yeah, right. Because because that because he's had. But then floor. Alex got Teddy big ass on the floor and was working with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it, it's it's very quintessential New York nigga where oftentimes their bark is bigger than their bite. Correct. I was so fucking thrilled and captivated with Alex whooping on seeds. <laughs> Cause it was it was it was time. It was deserved. It was, was well deserved. Cause it ain't, it ain't nothing worse than seeing a motherfucker who ain't trying to be in nobody's shit. They trying to be as peaceful as possible. And they keep being provoked, keep being disrespected. Mm-hmm. Alex has shown that nigga nothing but respect. But respect this, but respect. despite despite C's being a goddamn idiot, and I was just so happy that he finally got a chance to beat him the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And, and deservedly beat him the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I was also, also I was happy that somebody finally put hands on Teddy because I've been waiting for that too. Ooh. Yeah. Listen, listen, that big bitch. So you know how <laughs> Teddy slides by by just being kind of like quiet with his sneak dissing, like because he'll say stuff and you gotta like real really listen to catch it. But he passive aggressive shit. Yeah, he's mad passive aggressive. Like he's been needed the shit slapped out of him. Yep. And uh, I was glad that Alex was the one to do it. Uh, I can appreciate the way Alex handled himself. Uh, See, you got beat the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) You got your ass whooped. You got your ass whooped. You got beat the fuck up. You just land on the ground looking stupid. Mm-hmm. Looking Dang. the fuck stupid, you big My little bitch. Carrying on. Mm-hmm. Shout out, yeah. Also, also, shout out to uh, Alex uh, for spending uh, on social media when uh, this aired on Instagram. Uh, and someone in the uh, in the comments in the, on one of the fan page, I think it was C's page. It was even C's or Teddy page. And somebody, one of the fans of the show, called Teddy and sees a bitch for jumping Alex. And <laughs> Alex was like, "Them niggas ain't even cousins for real." <laughs> Oh, they not related by blood. They play cousins. They play. Okay. I mean, it would. I mean, honestly, it would make sense. It would mm. make sense. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they definitely tried to jump Alex and fell short. First How you all, try to jump somebody and can't even do that properly? First, first you motherfuckers all, incompetent at everything. Keeping <laughs> women, keeping businesses running well, keeping your looks together, keeping your teeth in your mouth. You motherfuckers what are just plain old you? fucking incompetent losers. A fucking a duo of fucking losers. First of all, how you? First of all, why you even want to fight with somebody who been abused by their parent? You know that mm. motherfucker can fight. Like, what did you even? Why? Yeah. Why would you? What is? What was it? Daddy. Right. Alex. Age. Alex came ready for all the smoke, and he delivered it. And then uh, it looked like in the previews. I don't know if him and Donna are still there, but he definitely got his point across. And then they left. Mm-hmm. So. Because that's all they wanted to do. They just wanted to be there for Bay and not right. cause no and, shit. And C's had to ruin that. Like he ruins everything, old big little bitch. Mm. I knew C's was a dusty And all the promo for this new season, C's had on Gucci from head to toe and still looked like he stink. Marlo. <laughs> it, was, it was a little worse than Marlo. Marlo don't look like she stinks. She just tacky. C's had on Gucci from head to toe and looked like his dick smelled like mothballs. <laughs> so, you know what that's about. The mm. sour belly button smells. 
He definitely looked like he smelled like buttermilk. <laughs> oh God. If you never smell buttermilk, then you can <laughs> you are lucky. Buttermilk fucking stinks. It See, makes food good, but it stinks. C smells like the New Jersey Turnpike at exit 14A. That is a very regional reference. Hmm. If you if you live here, you know what I'm talking about. It looked like he worked at LaGuardia on part time on the weekends. JFK. Look like he's still from LaGuardia. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he, he got beat. that gun in Joel's bag. Uh, uh, you know what? <laughs> anyway, I mean, they, they do stay in New Jersey, so the mm. next episode, right? Any the the next episode is like some mashup with chicago and new york for the holidays so i think like the episode after, after that, that will be the season finale okay that's um, when sky shows up to the mansion randomly and, and th- throw the, the motherfucking suitcase yeah, yeah. Ooh, that is that's going a- to be a hot mess and yep. i'm here for it i'm here for it like yeah. as much as sky gets on my nerves at times she's entertaining oh yeah she is she yeah. can be and um, she's not in the wrong in this situation. Oh, this is like the first. Uh, no, she not. She well, she kind of in the wrong for some. She's not in the wrong for, for opening her business. her business. She is in the wrong for having the attitude that they couldn't make it. Uh, when Young Bay's wedding was that weekend, that, and yeah. they were partaking in the oh, activities. Yeah. Oh yeah, she. Yeah, um, I was talking that, about yeah. her and C's. I wasn't talking about that because oh, her and C's. Yeah, she ain't did nothing wrong to C's. Mm-hmm. He just jealous. Yeah. Yeah, Steve but, don't want nobody to be more established than him on that show. He want to spoon feed his friends and employees. Um, right. He he you wants to be their man. They don't. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, he spoon feeds his friendships and all that kind of shit. So motherfuckers have to depend on them. Right. That's Stop why him. people are like, I I have to be loyal to Caesar because he did X, Y, and Z for me. So you get like. Alex waiting to whoop C's ass because he did bail him out. C's has been there for when, like, the stuff with his father and all that stuff. So C's does that on purpose. It's not an altruistic type of thing. He's uh-uh. doing it for, for like, an ownership type of purpose. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, so, just, so, just so if they miss out of line, he can go and bring, throw the shit yeah, back in his face like, like he did he's with doing Richard. With Richard, yes. Exactly. So, with that being said, fuck C's and. That's it for this week. That is correct. So we'll be back next week. Yes. Asa, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, tell the people with, about your podcast where they can find you. Uh, let's. I have a lot of different things going on. I have the blog, Lithium to Lashes, and I just started a podcast with a couple of friends, the Ratchet Auntie and Uncle Hour. Um, and, of course, we would love to have y'all on. And yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Lithium to Lashes, or my um, personal page at Sanity Thief on Twitter and Instagram. All right. Well, we're going to get up out of here, ladies and gents. Candace, you got anything to tell these niggas? Nope. Don't be a dumb bitch this week. Make it a great week. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, check us out. You know the usual spiel. Perch some merch. Um, yeah, we're gonna get up out of here. Don't be don't you niggas need Jesus. That's all I got to say. Y'all need Jesus and you are going to jail for being dumb on the internet. That's all I got to say. But we'll be back next week. We out. Peace, niggas. <laughs> <laughs>